so what are you waiting for? A new job? How about a vacation? The new boyfriend or girlfriend? Come on, what is it that you're waiting for? What do you really think is going to make you happy? Are you a destination addict? Well, I've got good news for you. There's no more waiting. Your best life is right now. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, glad you could join us. Welcome back. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. If you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Journal is available on the website. And no, it's not a diary. It is a journal for manifesting your best life. Try it for 100 days and transform the rest of your life. Also, the Purpose Workbook is available to help you locate your one-of-a-kind purpose for living. And then check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Megan, good morning to you. Good morning to you. It is amazing how easy it is for you to find shark's teeth. <laughs> either find <laughs> either find zero or I find like oh five, at, five at once. Hey, we're walking along. And don't even try it. We're walking along. We've been looking for them, and I hadn't. I didn't see any shark's teeth, but you pick up five. Yeah. You'd think they were out of the same mouth. <laughs> they they looked of of different uh, you know ages. Like Those some looked older than the others. Millions of years old. I know. Isn't They're that cool? Petrified. What an amazing thing to even be able to find, just to pick up and find. That's so cool. It's I fun. love it. I gotta say, I like the new basket on your bike. Oh my goodness. That has been life changing. <laughs> I love it. You could get a lot of groceries <laughs> in, in that bike, in that basket. I love running errands on my bike. It's like one of my favorite things to do. There's just something really, really fun about it. I love it. It's, it's huge. It's cool. It's you, by the way. Oh, Yellow. Thank you. Bright, sunshiny. <laughs> uh, I love it. Well, let's let's jump in here today. Let's do it. Got I, a lot to talk I about. I love this title, Destination Addiction. Addiction. What? Beware. Beware of the destination addiction. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm going to be called out today. <laughs> you I mean, think not, so? Not on purpose, but I think I'm going to feel called out. Well, you know something interesting about being called out? Because this, I mean, it's all of us, really. We're in a world going in the opposite direction of the way we should be going. And so all these ideas and the things that we talk about are there just for stirring it up within you. you got to stir your mind up with these thoughts. And that's what meditation does. You take these, <clears throat> these high, higher viewpoints for living your best life and stir yourself up with it. It doesn't come natural. The natural way of existence is is the least way of resistance, and um, it just like water seeking its lowest level. Well, you're right. The world is going in a in a completely opposite direction from enlightenment. So you've got to put in the uh, the effort, and I hate to say the work, but you just have to put in that effort and that time to to go against that tide. Well, on today's t- uh, show, this is so important. De- destination addiction. So many people suffer from this. It's the idea that happiness is in the next place. Yeah. The next job or even with the next boyfriend or girlfriend. Just give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else. Seems simple, doesn't it? Because if and if you don't, then it's here's the thing is never going to be where you are. 
Um, you're just living successfully, attracting your best life. You can have whatever it is you desire when your thoughts and your words and your actions are all in harmony. But destination addiction, and that's that's actually a term that's used to describe the belief that you know happiness is in the destination or that it can be found somewhere else rather than right now in the present. But here's the thing, destination addiction, it usually begins early in life and, I mean, just right at the beginning. Well, and it's so natural, isn't it? I mean, why wouldn't we think that, okay, this if I can just get this new job, then happiness will ensue. And if I can just make this amount of money, then happiness will come. And I mean, that's such a natural thing to think. And if you do that, though, it's always around the corner and it's never in your actual presence. It's never in, within reach. Coveting. Give a small child this, and what do they want? That. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're training yourself to just, you're basically training yourself to never be happy with, with right. where you are. There's a difference between um, optimistic happiness and circumstantial happiness. Optimistic happiness is something that's lasting. You're looking forward to your future, not because your happiness is off somewhere in the future. No, you're looking forward to the future because you're happy right now. Well, and you, as you're describing what destination addiction actually is, it seems like it's going to be incredibly important to overcome that. Otherwise, you know, when you do have a huge achievement and when you do reach these certain levels or um, you finally find that beautiful relationship you've been looking for, you're not going to be able to enjoy any of it. Correct. It's yeah. a huge part of, of just satisfaction. Destination addiction. Think about that. Yeah. Yep. Typically, when somebody considers the word addiction, they're thinking about drugs, um, alcohol, or even sex. Yeah. Stereotypically, addiction to drugs is considered to be life-threatening in the sense of life in the natural. What is life-threatening? Anyway, anything that threatens to rob you of the life you were meant to live is Mm life-threatening. It's not just the things that will kill you. There There are a lot of dead people walking around. Wow. Because something is taking um, the life they were supposed to be living. Well, what is life? For the kinetic believer, a life worth living is one that's advancing the mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. Happiness, joy, freedom of thought, and freedom from negative influence, redirecting your steps away from your original purpose, the genius within. Any kind of repositioning of your blueprint for living your best life to the kinetic believer is absolutely life-threatening. There is an addiction that is overlooked. Therefore, it's so dangerous to your purposeful life. And it is the addiction to a destination. But now, a lot of creative creators, especially those that are longing for a better life, the daydreamers, those that have yet to commit their highest viewpoints to action, they become instead addicted to preconceived destinations. The addiction that I'm talking about is not a physical place. It's simply not living in the now, not living in the present moment. Wow, you know, you said so many interesting things in there that life-threatening doesn't just mean that something is threatening to end your life. It is, it's threatening your your destiny, who you, the life you were meant to live. I love that concept to, to not just look out for things that might kill you, <laughs> but, you know, we have to be aware of, of the things that are threatening who you really, your identity, really. Um, and then also, I like that you said there are a lot of dead people walking around. <laughs> 
right. There are a lot of zombies, <laughs> you so know, just sad. not embracing, not so embracing sad. the life they're supposed to live. Destination addicts are compulsively trying to get somewhere to something that just perpetually is in their past or their future. Mm. Trying to get to, back to the past or to the future somehow. Wow. The addiction is to another time. A person is addicted to the thoughts of happiness in heaven. And today is nothing more than a ticket to get to tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. I saw a gas station with a sign in the window that said, free gas tomorrow. <laughs> what, does that excite you? Are you thrilled about filling up your tank for free tomorrow? Well, before you sleep by the pump in the gas station parking lot all night, I got to tell you something. Tomorrow never comes. <laughs> Destination tomorrow is just that. It's tomorrow. And when you wake up in the morning ready to pump your free gas, you know what? That sign in the window is still going to say free gas tomorrow. Put the pump back up. You're, it's not tomorrow yet. In a competitive society, look, it certainly doesn't help that destination addiction is actually written into the American Constitution. Mm. So it's been rooted into Western society. The Constitution says the pursuit of happiness. Now, when you consider what that means, you realize that happiness is something to be chased after. Anyone that should pursue happiness, I'm telling you, is not happy. Happiness is optimism. The Constitution would have served, actually, Western society in a, a more purposeful way if it had just simply been written to say, the happiness of pursuits. Hmm. Think about it. Mm, I like that. When you were a child, how often did you take a trip with your family and keep asking, are we there yet? <laughs> or, or do you go to work and spend all day wishing you could go home? How often have you heard, thank God it's Friday? <laughs> or if you buy an outfit, how long is it before you want another new outfit? Do you ever want uh, more about without knowing why you want more? In Western society, destination addiction, I'm telling you, it's a crisis. Well, and it does seem like we're being taught that, right? Like it seems like it's actually part of our society that we're being taught that we're supposed to want more. And, it, and we're definitely not being taught how to be uh, satisfied and fulfilled in the present moment. That's the key. That's what needs to be taught. No one needs to be taught to want more to think they can be happy somewhere else. That's natural. We need to be taught to be content where we are, like yes. you say. Somebody says, well, I'll tell you one thing. When I have a better job, then I'll be happy. I just need to make more money, then I'll be successful. I need a bigger house with a two-car garage. Wait a minute, a three-car garage? I think what I really need is a new life partner. The one I have just doesn't give me butterflies anymore. <laughs> the then I'll be happy. The last three just did not do it for me. <laughs> you, and it's amazing how many it does. It does. That, those are the most common. Uh, or the person says, you know, if, if, if I just have somebody else, then I'll be in love again. Yeah. A lot has been said about being in the present. I mean, this isn't really uh, that new of a, a conversation. However, the, the, where I really want to take us today is, I believe, uh, powerfully important because it's not discussed like it ought to be. Lots of books have been written about enjoying your present moments. And destination addiction isn't just about some future thing that human beings are waiting to make them happy. No. A lot of people suffer from destination memory addictions. Mm. You cannot make your future better by making your past wrong or right. You cannot make your future better by making your past great. 
Kinetic believers focus on unconditionally loving their genius as it is now. By journaling your highest viewpoint for living the life you choose to attract, you pay attention to the things that you're saying. You pay attention to how you speak. You pay attention to negativity when it begins to encroach on your positivity. You observe the things that you're saying. Somebody says, well, when I get to 110 pounds, I'm going to buy myself a new belly button bar. When I get to 110 pounds, I'm going to start running, windsurfing, and, and of course, have a new uh, glamour photo session. When I get to 110 pounds, don't think my closet isn't going to be filled with designer clothing. So what does, what does all that mean for the destination addict? What, are they, what, do, what does that person do? Well, they miserably start dieting until the misery of the pursuit of that 110 pounds just breaks their spirit, and then they just start eating bonbons to feel happy again. A round robin of failure is the homestead for destination addicts. They go round and round mm. and round doing the same thing over and over, envisioning something that will make them happy whenever they obtain it. It's interesting, isn't it, that it's going to put you into a cycle of failure and really a cycle of self-sabotage because, like you're saying, you're going to become frustrated and it's going to put you into that cycle. I like how you talked about the memory destination addiction because we've all known that person that sort of peaked in high school and they just cannot stop talking Napoleon. about Napoleon's how... Napoleon's cousin? Throwing the football. His uncle throwing the football. Yeah, but, you know, but, but that's a real thing. You know, if, if you really do see your past as better than your present and probably your future, then it's it's a prison. You know, you're stuck in that time, in that place that you just wish that you could go back to because it felt so good, um, which I think is going to be an interesting part of today's discussion because, you know, how do we balance good memories and future goals with not becoming addicted to the, the feeling that's going to be associated with them? Somebody says, when I get to where I can run five miles, I buy myself a new bike. <laughs> when I can run five miles, I'm going to start running uh, even further, windsurfing, and I'm going to have a new glamour photo session scheduled. Oh, and when I can run five miles, don't think my closet isn't going to be filled with designer clothing. So what does the destination addict do? They miserably start walking fast until the misery of the pursuit just breaks their spirit and they stop even trying. Mm. And a round robin of failure is the homestead for destination addicts. Now, the successful, dynamic, prosperous, healthy, happy, kinetic believer, journaling their highest viewpoint for the thought forms, developing their desire to run five miles, what they're going to do is meditate on the holistic feeling that accompanies running five miles uh, in, in a good way. They're going to see it as, as uh, energy that's reshaping and transforming their life. They see themselves in the present tense running five miles today. Now, what? imagine what life would look like. This is what they're doing. Wearing and uh, clothing that will fit the body that they are imagining, the, the physique they're imagining to... Uh, uh, possess, how they're going to feel when they're running and doing it successfully day after day. And they're affirming their highest viewpoint affirmations. And they're doing it out loud. The kinetic believer does this every day in the now, in the present tense, and they do it on purpose. And they do it by saying things out loud like, 
I'm so excited to be running five miles. I feel great. I look fantastic. Five miles is amazing. I have more energy and strength. I can move quicker. I can bend over and tie my running shoes. <laughs> People think I look great. And my appetite, let me tell you about my appetite. It's changed. It's completely changed totally. I can't explain it. Don't ask me to explain it. I just know that I don't crave carbs like I used to. I don't crave sweets like I used to. In fact, I don't even like them. Here, take my spaghetti. What? Foods that were once bad for me are now disgusting to me. I don't want that. This is amazing. They say, I feel fantastic. I can run five miles. I look great in the mirror. I'm so excited to get up early in the morning and run, 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 so that I can be me. I just want to run. I am the perfect original intentioned for me. You see, the kinetic believers putting action toward advancing their desires. I knew it. I knew I was going to be called out today. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> oh, was that, I thought oh, it was yeah. the running. No. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good with that. <laughs> Give me my what? <laughs> Excuse me? I do think it's interesting that um, as you're describing this destination addiction process, it's being revealed that this, if you're if you're participating in this addiction, that it's going to completely undermine the manifestation process of kinetic belief that you teach us about all the time because you're always telling us that we need to be in that present moment acting thinking feeling speaking as though the thing is already done and so if we're always putting that happiness off until it actually physically shows up it probably won't that's it see the law of attraction is the substance of belief that begins rearranging your body according to the idea that you continually celebrate the victory of mm, i like that the kinetic believer they're booking the photo shoot that we talked about to make sure that they have a date on the calendar to celebrate that physical change that they're imagining to see now mm. um those world changers they they go ahead and they and they make plans according to what they see themselves as being right now, as they've imagined that they already are. Like designer clothing, hey, I forgot to tell you, I'm also prosperous enough to get it, so I'm just going to pick it out and order it right now when the money shows up to pay for it, but it's mine now. Mm. All this is now, and so they're making plans accordingly, and that's the kinetic belief moving, that's the action the energy to the action moving toward the thing that they are attracting. You're putting an action toward your faith, toward your belief. And they're saying, after all, I'm just so happy that I can now run the five miles. I'm successful, dynamic, optimistic, happy, joyous. I'm a creative creator. I'm advancing my mind, body, and soul right now to embrace the highest viewpoint of who I see myself to be right here in the present tense. It seems like living that way, that like you just described, in the present really conquering the this idea of destination addiction. It seems like it's going to help you be true to your identity too because if if you're always looking for happiness in that next destination just around the corner, then your identity is going to be skewed because you you need to have that identity to to anchor you. It seems That's in right. every moment. It's always in the identity. Somebody says, well, how does this work? I'm just, all I want is a promotion. You see yourself as already being uh, the one with the promotion. And so yeah. what's that going to do? It's going to change the way that you perform at work. You're acting like you already have the promotion. Yeah. And then the promotion will follow. You yeah. will, you will get the reward. It's almost that like you a, already deserve. I love that. Cause what you're describing, it's almost like a spiritual placebo effect. You know, like, okay, I believe that I already have the promotion, so the confidence that's coming from it 
is going to manifest the promotion. <laughs> yeah, you conjure the manifestation by celebrating the idea as though it has already come mm. to pass. The kinetic believer is no longer addicted to a future destination because the moment their moment has brought immense joy and happiness based on the optimism of today, right now. Because they're imagining the experience and the, the feeling of running the five miles that we're talking about. Your happiness is no longer being postponed. It's not being pursued after, you know, just until you are somehow good enough or wealthy enough or healthy enough. Your joy is now because all that you imagine to be already exists in this moment. And you may be thinking, well, that's not me. I'm pretty happy with my weight. I'm happy with my ability to run. I'm happy with my health. I'm happy with my bank account. Well, that's fantastic. Congratulations. You're happy with all that. But here's a question for you. Would you be happy without being able to run five miles? Would you be happy without your health? Would you be happy without your bank account? Because all of those are destinations. Mm. And if they're required for happiness, you have a destination addiction. Wow. We are in the age of enlightenment, and the successful kinetic believer does not live by what they see. They don't live by the good news or the bad news. They don't live by the good reports or bad reports. They don't live by how much money is located within a bank account. They don't live by having or good health or bad health. The elite, dynamically successful, enjoying their best lives, continually to imagine uh, and experience life by faith. And they daily, continually illustrate upon the blueprint for their life, their convictions, which are their articles of faith, by journaling their expectations and imagining life as they desire it to be right now in the present tense. Well, what are they doing? They're unwavering in their use of the universal law of attraction, a universal law that is not a respecter of persons, and it works in perfect sync with the kinetic energy of belief. And it will function, here's the thing, without regard to merit, honor, bloodline, popularity, any kind of accomplishment or your ability to compete with other people. It doesn't matter where in the world you're living right now. It doesn't matter if you have permission by any kind of governing authorities. The universal law of attraction heals, it promotes, advances life, it creates prosperity, whatever it is that you can imagine and believe with conviction. The law of attraction will attract into your life. No one is immune to the inherent possibilities of imaginable success. So how do we find balance between all these different ideas that you're talking about? And by that, I'm just asking, okay, so we need to find happiness in our present identity, um, free from all the, I guess, for lack of a better word, stuff, you know, all the, all the superfluous stuff that we can achieve or not achieve. How do we find balance in loving ourselves enough to be happy in that identity in the present moment while still wanting more, while still, you know, wanting to achieve these things, materialistic as they may be? Um, because, you know, even you've even taught us in the past that money is strength and it's a tool to to live the life that you want to live. So I just want to better understand the, the mindset behind that. The kinetic believer, the successful person using the law of attraction to rearrange and change their life according to their best desires, sees, let's take money as an example, 
whatever amount of money that they're desiring and imagining to believe themselves to have, whatever they journal, whatever that, that figure is, let's say it's a million dollars, and that's the amount of money that you, you are aspiring and desiring to, to possess and to have and to manifest into your life. You journal that number down and you write it and you hold on to it, adhere to it, and rely upon that as having already come to pass. Well, if that's the case, you already have it and you're no longer aspiring to somehow get it. You go and then act as though that belongs to you. Don't write any checks. But you're acting emotionally <laughs> and you're responding emotionally with gratitude and thanksgiving and a, a reverence for having already achieved it. And then all of a sudden the genius within begins to activate and give you creative ideas according to that unique genius that belongs to you. And these ideas of action, the next thing that you're going to do, inspiration comes today, opportunity is attracted to you, phone calls come that you were never expecting, that uh, chance encounter will occur when you, the next time you go downtown or wherever it is. Things begin to change in your life because you're seeing yourself as successful, financially uh, achieving great success. The universe responds to that, to the present tense. And so... You're no longer looking forward to, as a destination addiction, some future uh, encounter with your destiny. Your destiny is now. It's such an important point that you just made. The, the idea of combining energy and passion with your present belief and mindset that you're living out every single day, that you're journaling, because in that manifestation process, it just feels like passion and this heightened energetic state are going to really supercharge you attracting these things that you're that you're believing for. Yeah, especially when you get down to the quantum physics of of what we're talking about. That's where that's where the rubber hits the road. Mm -hmm. And Thoreau said that you must live in the present. I, I love I love what he says here. You got to live in the present. Launch yourself on every wave. Find your eternity in each moment. Mm. Fools stand on their island of opportunities and look toward another land. There is no other land. There is no other life but this. Mm. Wow. An island of opportunity. Looking out the other one. That's amazing, isn't it? Isn't that what we all... Why do we want to do that? <laughs> I always want to know why. You know, what causes us to be surrounded by possibilities and opportunity and just always wanting to sort of defer and start the new project instead of finishing the one that we're actually working on? Because those people that have yet to fall in love with themselves are still gaining their identity from comparisons and competitiveness. Wow. And so when you're looking out to find your within. You're looking to distant lands. You're looking to other opportunities. You're always thinking that something's being withheld from you. Mm. And so as an explorer, looking for your your hidden wealth or that yeah. gold mine somewhere else, you're always thinking that the grass is greener. I feel like you just revealed the ultimate secret to overcoming this destination addiction and not participating in that. Just knowing that if you are reaching out toward a thing, an instance in the future, something else for happiness, that you've got an identity problem. Um, right. 
you yeah. know, that's, that's it. I mean, you, that identity is everything. Well, and we want to be successful. We, we want to get results, right? Mm-hmm. And so the way to do that is just to understand it this way. Let's, let's look at it from the, in the quantum world and what's actually happening in the physical world for the law of attraction to rearrange your life. Because again, remember, this has nothing to, it's not merit based. You don't have to have some kind of freaky education in order to be successful yeah. using the law of attraction. Right. Shortly after the earliest measurable beginning of the universe, I mean, just right there at the very moment of the Big Bang, or just immediately after inflation began, there were two kinds of particles that perfectly opposed each other in mass that began colliding and annihilating each other. Well, the state of opposing particles colliding would have ended immediately, quickly, in the complete uh, destruction or the annihilation of all forms of particles, if not for one tiny, little, tiny, unexplained phenomenon. And that is that for every 10 billion antiparticles, there were 10 billion particles plus one. That extra particle, the plus one, is now known as the God particle. This imbalance meant that matter had the last word resulting in a biased and perfect design for all things. So then what followed was the creation of the elements and the stars and the solar systems, planet Earth, you, me, every person on it. There is one thought form for the entire universe, one substance from which all things are made. The substance from which all things are made, it permeates all of the inner spaces of the universe. So here's the thing, a thought form. When you hold a thought form held in this substance, what's happening? It's attracting the thing that you're imagining and holding in that thought form. Kinetic belief advances life by changing your present circumstances, not your future. What you believe is changing your current present circumstances, not something in the future or the past. In quantum, in quantum physics, all possibilities already exist. Everything that you could ever desire to be, hey, it's existing right now. Well, where are they? Even though you can't see something that you can imagine, it's existing now in the present tense. So a destination addiction, in the simplest of terms, is just an imagination for something that already exists uh, somewhere else right now. And if you believe that you're going to be happy when something changes, wish granted. Things don't change, you do. What you're hoping for will not manifest if you're a destination addict. If you believe something is in your past, then it is. If you believe something is in your future, then it is. You can never at any given time be in your past or the future. You're always now. So if you believe that your happiness will come when, when never comes, when just is. All things are right now. Kinetically believe whatever you choose to imagine and be grateful that you have it now. Your happiness, when you believe that it is now, manifests now. All things that can ever be already exist. So we turn ourselves inward and we live our lives, our best life, imagining as we want it to be, as though it is now. And the universe begins moving 
all that you can imagine to be into your present tense. And it may take a day, it may take three days, it may, t- may take a month, but every moment of that time, you're seeing it as though it already is. Wow, what a concept that you are actually taking the things that you're desiring and working to manifest and you're pushing them out into the future with your expectations and you're keeping them there. You're keeping all of these things that you're desiring just out of reach, just by your, these expectations. I love that idea of, of keeping it in the present, you know, keeping these ideas in the present, seeing yourself as whatever you're wanting to be or that thing in the present. That's interesting. We've often used the example of elite athletes that grow up training and working out and trying to become uh, the greatest athlete that they can possibly be. All along the way, they, they are saying over and over and over, just like Tiger Woods, we've talked about him. And he, his dad's telling him, Tiger, you're the greatest golfer in the world. He's five years old. Well, is he the greatest golfer in the world? It's, he's five years old. What does that mean? Is he the greatest golfer? At that moment, in his mind, yes, he is. He was. He is. If his dad had been saying, now, Tiger, one day, one day, maybe when you're 20 years old, you'll be the greatest golfer in the world. Hmm. It would not have had the same effect had he not been telling him, Tiger, you are the greatest. Play like you're the greatest because you are. And then the greatest matures and grows to be just that. So this is as simple as writing and, and speaking in terms of I am. I am. That's exactly right. I am health. I am wealth. I am happy. I am joyous. I am perfectly healthy. I have great friends. I can travel and go anywhere that I want to go at any time. I am. So it's simply a matter of the semantics of thinking in terms of all things being now. Even though you're going to move into the future, what you're actually moving into the future is your present tense. Your, your time as it is now, as you see yourself to be. So that's what it means to not be addicted to some destination. You're not looking back. You're not looking forward. Although there is a history to your, to your life, you're not, you're not longing for that. You're not aspiring for that anymore. And you're actually not aspiring toward the future and thinking like, okay, I'm going to work really hard today because one day this is going to pay off for me. Well, you just, you just took the fuse out of what you were working on. It's paying off for you today, right now, in this moment. So you focus intently on the present tense right now, being the best you can possibly be for the next 60 seconds. <laughs> I like that. And then 60 more seconds. And, and 60, 60 more seconds. More seconds. <laughs> it does seem like this line of thinking, that destination addiction, that it would take such a toll on you, wouldn't it? I mean, just year after year and day after day, always thinking that you're going to be happy around the next bend and it never shows up. That would, I mean, that's, that's probably a big part of, of depression. Oh, absolutely is. It is impossible. And, and that's a, that's a all encompassing word, isn't it? But I can safely (laughs) use it and believe wholeheartedly that it is impossible to do what we're talking about doing unless you are kinetically believing to journal your highest viewpoints and create thought forms according to your original purpose for being here. Mm -hmm. You've got to know who you are. You have to know why you're here and what it is that makes you different. And we talk about this all the time. Stop looking around to Figure out what makes you like anybody else and start embracing your differences. We're all different. And when people are fearful of of being different, then they are masking themselves and they're always projecting a future opportunity for their happiness. 
But it's when you begin to embrace that unique, creative genius that's located within and fall unconditionally in love with yourself, that's when you begin to promote your present tense now purpose. And one can can genuinely become optimistically happy with who they are right now, living in the present tense. Oh my goodness. Life changes and it becomes extraordinarily wonderful to live and experience when you can meditate on and journal those highest viewpoints and become present tense minded to be happy and joyous and peaceful, knowing that you're all that you can ever be in this moment. And then this present tense moment, it will move you forward into the future. You're never going to to leave the present tense. You're never actually going to leave this moment. This is one of the reasons that I really love the Purpose Workbook because I think a lot of times we're misled into believing that our identity is is too directly linked to our occupation, the friends we have, the clothes we wear, all of these outward expressions of identity are not your actual identity. And so identity is much more intrinsic. It's much more ethereal. It's much more an idea that you carry with you. And that's why I think the Purpose Workbook is so awesome because it doesn't necessarily focus on what kind of job should you have, (laughs) you know, these really obvious ideas. It sort of takes you within to really discover the root and the core of the essence of who you are because, you know, these outward expressions are not your identity. They're just byproducts of whatever identity you're carrying with you. Right. You you have to become moment-minded. Yes. Moment-mindedness. If you have a bad attitude right now in this moment, and we take the linear uh, element of time, and we move this moment five minutes from now, chances are very good you still have a bad attitude. (laughs) Probably. So your future is the bad attitude of now. Mm. But if you change this moment into a good attitude, you've changed your future. Wow. Wow. So as we become moment-minded by knowing our original purpose and become moment-minded by using our purposeful journal to correct the moment that you're in and then carry that corrected moment with you at all times, the future takes care of itself and becomes a reflection of this moment. You're actually doing your aging self, that person that you're going to be off in the future, they will look back and thank you for changing your moment today to become a reflection of what you desire to be in the future. I love that, that the you in five minutes or six months or 60 years will look back and go, oh, good job. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for those good decisions. Hey, look, the world's greatest authors and musicians, athletes, all the leaders and inventors and the people with tremendous wealth, they know how to attract what rightfully belongs to them. And the universe helps you to to get in the shape you want to be in and keep it off and, and weight off or whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to accomplish physically. Transformation happens to you rather than from your efforts when you become moment-minded. Imagine you're perfectly healthy in this moment, and you will be. The future will be there to honor what you are choosing in this moment and holding on to this moment as though it is. Direct your habitual self to become something greater in this moment, and you will be. 
Believe like a child and stop arguing with with uh, fate and stop arguing with uh, negative influencers. Change your world by becoming a hero of happiness and start speaking your peace in this moment by being moment minded. You normalize great health and you imagine perfect health and reshape your life and do it in this moment in the future that agrees with what you're imagining to be now. The universe responds to your command at every single time in each moment. And all you have to do is reimagine your life and manifest your dreams now. Imagine your perfect health, wealth, and life. And I'm telling you that time follows that. See yourself as successful and be. Expect limitless, sweatless victories. And they always follow. The world's most successful, they know how to do this. They've always done it and they see it as they want it to be and it's done. The power to believe as just a child exists within you right now. And it's just simply there dormant waiting for your authentic uh, command. And it will always follow. Create something where there's been nothing before by being moment-minded and do it now. Attract a lifestyle that's been designed by you and not everybody else. The life that you want to live that's in agreement and harmony with your purpose. And then work on making sure that your thoughts and your, what you say and what you do are all in harmony. There have only been a few people that have known how to do this, but we're in, in an era of enlightenment right now. So purpose to journal your highest viewpoints. This is how it works. This is the way that uh, religion has intersected with science, and this is the, the, uh, the greatest thinkers of all time, and uh, all people that have been successful have known how to do this. Review them and understand this and work it and believe it and do it every day. Keep your thought forms as visualizations for your consciousness. And then dwell on and meditate on and think on those positive things. Bathe your mind with the images of your perfect body, wealth, and your happiness. You have to do it daily. Set aside a time every single day for your article of faith visions, your convictions. And remember that the substance of your belief, it is a law of attraction power. It's a force. And it produces to form from the seed that you imagine to see. And it doesn't matter if you have the experience. It doesn't matter if you have the education or the bloodline. No, you're planting a seed. And your thought is the seed. Your mind is the soil. And you're always planting and always harvesting, whether you believe it or not. So do it right now today. Because you're living the results of what you've been thinking about yesterday. And if you want to see this happen tomorrow, change what you're doing in this moment. All you need to do is to plant and do it each day. And the truth of your creative genius, that... That which is within you, it's exactly what you're going to begin to harvest. And start changing the things that you say out loud. Stop agreeing with your words and don't repeat anything negative, any negative source information. Whatever you're hearing in media, broadcasting, or from (laughs) negative friends that you should have probably uh, rearranged a long time ago, stop (laughs) repeating them. Don't don't pick up the phone if uh, negative Nancy's calling you. (laughs) <laughs> and just say things out loud like this. Say, I am happy now. I am happy now. I am confident and unaffected by negative energy. I am confident and unaffected by negative energy. That is around me. That's around me. In this present moment, I'm satisfied. In this present moment, I'm satisfied. I'm in blessed perfection. I am in blessed perfection. Of this ever-present eternal living moment. Of this ever-present eternal living moment. Prosperity of every kind is attracted to me. Prosperity of every kind is attracted to me. I live in the present. 
I live in the present. And I'm letting the negative influencers disappear. And I'm letting those negative influencers disappear. I am a happy creative creator. I'm a happy creative creator. And I'm so in love with what makes me different. And I'm so in love with what makes me different. And today, right now. And today, right now. I'm in this moment by not thinking about the past or the future. I'm in this moment. What did you say? By not thinking about the past or the future. (laughs) By not thinking about the past or the future. And I always stay intently focused on the present. I always stay intently focused on the present. I stay present in the moment, and everything that I need is now. I stay present in the moment, and everything that I need is now. Gosh darn it, I love my genius. (laughs) Gosh darn it, I love my genius. (laughs) Which is my purpose and what I'm imagining myself to be. Which is my purpose and what I'm imagining myself to be. That's all you got to do, and do it every day. That's it. Wow, destination addicts, no more. We're present addicts. <laughs> We're addicted to <laughs> the present. Good. I'm like addi- addicted to the pre- present addict. <laughs> Hit me. Yeah, that could <laughs> I want another one. Go your way. Oh, that's great. I like it. Destination addiction. Uh, now we know what. Now we know what it looks like, and it's not just a yeah. future thing or a past thing. It's yes. right now. And isn't it so empowering just to get all of these terms and these ideas and and have them in, in our own personal arsenal, so that as we're going out throughout life, we can you know, point out things and say, I know what that is. I see that when we feel that, that urge to, to defer happiness into the future, you can just grab it and say, Oh, I know what that is. That's destination addiction. Yeah. Life's too short to be a random person and just, just, uh, following after whims and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, examples of others. And, you know, it just is too short. It's too special. Right. There's so much power in being focused and being willing to, to, you know, have that focused mindset and, and identity. And I love everything that we covered today. Incredibly powerful. Kineticbelief.com is the website. You can go there and you can actually, if you don't have a, uh, a, and it needs to be a kinetic belief journal that is not just a diary. It's not, you're not just logging or writing down your feelings and, and things that are happening to you. You know, a journal, a kinetic belief journal is done on purpose. We've got one available on the website at kineticbelief.com. And then also you can, while you're there, what else can somebody do? They can go to the events page and see when we're going to be in their area. We are going to be in London, which I'm super excited about. So you can check that out at kineticbelief.com. Make sure you follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And there's all kinds of goodies on the website too. Just lots of fresh videos and it's it's a fun place to go find new resources. We're putting them up all the time. Well, now that you've got that big basket on your bike, why don't we ride to the store and just fill it up with some fresh fruit? That's Sounds produce. good. And right down to the beach. Okay. That's Sounds not good. a bad weekend. All right. See okay. you back. Thanks tomorrow. as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.